Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show tonight. And this is going to be our chick flick review for The Notebook with me. I have Charlie with me. I have Sarah with me, if you don't recognize them too. We actually did uh, a Walk to Remember a couple of weeks ago, and that's where Sarah, I asked Sarah to go on ahead and help us out with that review. And we're he's back again. Thank you again for doing that with us. And then I also have Sean here with, with us as well. Hello to everybody. Hey, hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> So it begins. <laughs> uh, so this movie came out in 2004. This movie also stars Rachel McAdams and also Ryan Gosling. Woo-hoo! I'm right with you. <laughs> I, like Ryan. I like Ryan Gosling. I like him as an actor. I, I like him in Crazy Stupid Love. He just has that I attitude. just watched that the other day. Oh, I made did? my husband watch it for the. I've seen it before, but I made my husband watch it, and he loved it, and he was so mad at me that we haven't seen it before. And I was like, I've tried to get you to watch this for years. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, anyway, great movie. But yeah, um, Crazy Stupid Love is a fantastic film. This is a little bit out of our element and stuff like that, but I just thought that just to get um, a woman's perspective 
and for her to be able to ask us what we thought about it. So that's why I want to go on ahead and get Sarah to ask us what we thought about this movie. This was our first time seeing it and everything. But anyway, Sarah, you can go on ahead and open it up and all that stuff. Okay. Well, like you said, I've seen this before. Um, I think the first time I watched it, I was in like eighth grade or ninth grade. And um, I thought this is how love was supposed to be. <laughs> I was like, their relationship is perfect and all this stuff. Now I've changed my tune. Um, and I've kind of had a different experience watching it this time, just being like older and married now and having a different perspective on things. Um, but I'm very curious to see what you guys have thought of this movie. Um, starting with Sean, what did you think about watching this movie? <laughs> Um, so this was uh, probably my second time, possibly third time watching it. I don't remember. Okay. Um, going into this, I watched it last night. I do remember the ending pretty clearly. Like I remember. I guess we can spoil it because we're going to talk about the show. But like them holding their hands as they're old and passing together. Um, rewatching it, I will say that it moves very quickly. For a two-hour yeah. movie, I feel like mm -hmm. there's no like, they, no scenes kind of extend their welcome. It's kind of boom, 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 boom. Um, so I do appreciate that. Um, but I guess being older and married as well, and gone through different relationships, you see this, and it's like, oh, this is this is the fairy tale romance, like yeah, with how um, Ryan Gosling is just infatuated, or Noah's infatuated with uh, Allie. Mm -hmm. But um, real world, it's not like that. Mm -mm. So, I mean, it's okay. It's not my go-to. It would never be my go-to, um, like, romance to pick out. Like, I like, personally, I like About Time a lot better. That also stars Rachel mm -hmm. McAdams. Um, but, I mean, so it's a good date night movie. So, <laughs> True. true. Uh, Charlie, what about you? Um, this is definitely not the type of movie I would watch. Um I liked A Walk to Remember better than this one. Um, this was, I didn't believe anything that really happened because it didn't, <laughs> it, the relationship seemed forced for me. It didn't seem true. It, didn't, it just seemed like the first time you see, I didn't think Gosling was good. And like, like, I don't think Gosling should have been in this movie. I don't think it fit him. His personality. <laughs> wow. Yeah, to be honest, I guess it just seems like, 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 like the first time you see him, he's like this crazy daredevil. Like, oh, I'm gonna hang by on the Ferris wheel, one armed, and like, because he like, loves her. He loves her so much. Already? Immediately, yeah. Like, I, mean, I, don't like, know. I just, it just he even I, says it I mean, when, I, when I when I love something, I just have to have it. <laughs> um, and it seems like it's like various times when their their relationship was toxic. While she's slapping the crap out of him, it seemed like he was one punch away from killing her. Like it just didn't. It just, how real it, relationships work, <laughs> right? Like you said, I, mean, like, I don't know. I just, it just, just seemed forced for me, and yeah. it just, it didn't seem true. It didn't seem genuine. It's like very on again, off oh. again. I'm like, oh, it's like it just, it was just, it, it just kind of threw me off a little bit. I mean, I liked. I'm not a huge Rachel McAdams fan at all. I liked her in this one. I thought it was, she was good in this one. I've seen her in like uh, other movies that she's in that I liked her better in. But overall, it just it just wasn't for me. Like I said, I hated that I hated her parents. Um, like her parents that you're supposed I just, to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their parents were just bad, and I don't think they really needed to have 
like that I mean part of the elderly story was decent was pleasant then he got to, after he finished telling the story and then then it just goes like turns it upside down like oh she's the dementia and then having to use like a, 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 a like injector or something to calm her down then he has a heart attack i'm like this is dark we don't need to see this like <laughs> yeah we could have ended the movie like when we barely saw like we saw the family show up and that was it we don't hear anything more about them just until Allie remembers like oh i have family like and it's just like <laughs> There was oh, that, okay. that whole, like, like I said, they could have ended it when her coming, like him finishing the story and her coming back to the house and then maybe show like a little bit more of the kids and end it somewhere. They didn't have to necessarily do the whole thing. And it is from what I picked up. It just seems Nicholas Sparks has got something against female characters. And these these couple movies. He's always killing off his, <laughs> his female like, characters. You have, you have Mandy Moore's character having cancer. You got Rachel McAdams, the one that ends up having dementia as grown up and then and then then he and then i didn't see this one but i remember working at the theater and we had it for the vow Channy tatum and, and rachel mcadams rachel mcadams get in a car like her, her suffering an injury in the car in a car accident can't remember anything it's like what does nicholas sparse get against female characters <laughs> um i did like the opening which was cool with the doves and me being a John Woo fan i thought like 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 i messaged john with the doves i'm like oh yeah this movie's got direct by John Woo. Like, God, I wish. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, and I was like, no, the animal choreography directed by John Woo. But it's like, I don't know. This a lot of this just didn't seem genuine. The relationship didn't seem genuine to me, and it just seems like Rachel McAdams was more the man in the in the relationship because she kept being the crap at a at a Ryan Gosling, like the full on <laughs> punching, slapping. It's just like, like what is going on? This is so on again, off again. It's like. It's not. It's, I, I. I just didn't find it believable to me. I thought it was more genuine and a walk to remember because that one mm -hmm. didn't seem forced. This one seemed really forced. Mm. Hmm. Go ahead. What about you, John? Uh, what did you think? All right. So here's the thing. I feel like that I can actually relate to the whole Alzheimer's thing because my dad has Alzheimer's and stuff mm. like that. So when it got down to that ending, I could actually say I, re I can relate to that. And it also hit me with the feels with that, but it didn't leave me where I want to cry or anything like that. <laughs> but it did hit me at an emotional level on a certain aspect of it, but not just for me wanting to cry or anything. But, you know, the, the nitpick thing I have is there's no timeline on when how long the this these events happen it's like okay this guy who's a war vet winds up being inside um happens to be where rachel mcadams character actually is and she's trying to take care of him she has he has similarities to noah oh that's yeah 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 and she, and she's trying to take care of him he's all bandaged up wounded up from the war and he goes well when, when i get better we're gonna go dancing not even the, I think it looked like it was like the day after. I'm better. <laughs> it's all better. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of I, that's kind of a Nicholas Spark thing where there we said that what walk to remember where there wasn't really like we wish right. they kind of told us how long mm -hmm. things were going. They said like everything over like seven years, I think, their whole love story. Right. But uh that that's a good point. Right. 
And uh, I do like the whole daredevil thing and stuff like that, though, too. It's like, what what can uh, a man do to try and get the woman that he likes to like him and try and go out on a date with him? Because there might be hell or high water before, before anything, you know? <laughs> So That's what I felt like. <laughs> when I was younger, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's like being so brave and like all. The now I'm just like, no, like that's manipulation. Like he's like, I'm gonna die if you don't go out with me. <laughs> like, if this was a 2021 world, she would have said bye bye. You can go on ahead and like go with the wheel, or she would have just punched him in the nuts and he'd fall off. That's pretty much might might have been what would happen. But yeah. another. Another thing, though, too, that I thought that I felt I felt like Noah, I felt like uh, Ryan Gosling was actually a perfect fit for that character. I thought he did a really good job with it. I also like the fact that it extends out into that seven-year period where he's writing letters because, you know, everybody has their first love of trying to be with that person, and that other person uh, is moving away. It's summer. And you have that romance going on with that. I like that part with it. Then, of course... The letter thing was one thing, though, that bothered me. But the fact that, okay, so she knew... Uh, I forget Noah's friend's name, but was like, Finn. oh, if he's interested... Finn. If he's interested, he'll write to you. She's like, oh, okay, okay. So why doesn't she check the mailbox ever? It's always yeah. her mom checking the mail, or I guess one of their maids. It's like... Like to me, I was like, if she was that interested and or that like eager, like waiting for that letter, she could have walked out and checked that mailbox. Yeah. Then also too, I have to agree with Charlie though. The parents were douchebags. I mean, I've been in relationships where the parents, for no particular reason, didn't like me or anything like that. So I'm like, I feel bad for Brian. All he's trying to do is show his, show the daughter a good time and everything and be with her. And here they, here they are just saying, oh, no, because he doesn't come from money that he can't be with her. I'm like, come on. I'm it like, felt really like present day. It Typical really, parents, like, like the, their the, basic parents. The richness kind of like was like very like God, like it, it was this really the 1940s or really the 2020s? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. another thing though too that bothered me too was like okay, Rachel McAdams sleeps with, um, winds up sleeping with Ryan Gosling, then the widow comes over, and. I'm like, okay, this is awkward. The oh, girl yeah. that you used to bang and the girl that you're banging now, and then you're inviting her inside the house. And she knows. Like, and, and then I'm like, I forgot this. about all of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like this, this is, is weird. <laughs> but she like, kind of asked for it too. She was like, can I meet her? Yeah. Like, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. This is me though. My anxiety would go through the roof because I'm like, oh God, what are they going to end up saying? This is not good. You don't ever let one the ex meet the other ex or anything like that. And then before you know it, they sync up like Bluetooth and then they wind up being friends. And I'm like, uh uh, this is not going to end well with Ryan. And then all of a sudden, it, they wind up saying, Oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm like, What no. kind of I was day. like, Right. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of reality is this? Because I know that. I, the person I might that I'm with wouldn't want me to uh, hang out with my ex or anything like that, or have her over for dinner for all night and be okay with it after I got done sleeping with the girl that I'm with. 
true. <laughs> Those are the two characters I, I think I felt the worst for was the 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 widow, the veteran widow, and then um Hold on a sec. her fiance. I was gonna say Cyclops. But... Lon? Is it Lon? I think, I think Lon. Lon. Yeah. But yeah, I felt really bad for them because it's just like they kind of just got tangled up in their yeah. In their they weren't romance. bad people. Yeah, like, yeah. No. Like in your romance movie, it's like oh, the other person is like bad and mm-hmm. and he would be malicious, but Lon was just this really caring guy. Yeah. And like, you kind of wanted screwed to him over. Him, yeah, yeah, you kind of wanted to hate him, but he was such yeah. a nice guy. Even after finding out, he was just like, all right, well, I still want to marry yeah. you. Yeah, I still have three options. I can shoot him. Yeah, and I can ask you to leave. Both of them don't end me marrying you. <laughs> but he knew this yeah, like, about the, the whole parents. Like he knew was like, well, if you know, if you if you date me, then you don't want to marry me because then again, then 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 you let your parents win. Um, but if you decide not to marry me, oh, yeah. you know, that back at your, like that was like I love that scene. It's so good. Yeah. It's like and that, and he's like, oh yeah, I already told your parents. I always ask your parents for mar- to marriage, and then the parents wow. are like, oh my god, we're so happy, and I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Charlie, Ugh. do did you believe their chemistry? Like Rachel and um oh what's his name? Ryan Gosling's chemistry? Or did you just not like their characters? I don't think they really had chemistry. Really? You know, I just don't think they did. They keep it was so on again, off again. So it was really like that was like, their relationship it, in real life. <laughs> yeah, it was like very it's like very on again, off again. Like it's toxic and I'm like it, that usually doesn't happen. That, but I didn't. Buy, I think. I think the maybe the the elderly versions probably had more chemistry than maybe Rachel McAdams maybe. and Gosling uh, did. Um, and then again, I, I I thought maybe McAdams and Lon had better chemistry. They had really good chemistry. I didn't just. I guess I just didn't buy it with Gosling and McAdams. Um, I thought, oh, like I, I said. The chemistry between, like I said, the, the other uh, walk to remember, I could see that chemistry between um, Manny, uh, Moore. Manny Moore and uh, Shane West. I believe that. This, not, not so much. Oh, I disagree. I think they have insane chemistry. Like, I think this movie and the script works because of them. Like, I think if there's anyone else, I think... The line where Rachel McAdams like, if you're a bird, I'm a bird, which is so stupid. I think right. like her delivery is just perfect. I think them screaming at each other and all their fight scenes, like mm-hmm. it's dumb and stupid and toxic, but like there's just something special between them. Plus they were, I think during the movie, they were actually dating. I know at mm-hmm. one point they were, and mm-hmm. I read last mm-hmm. night that like they hated each other during filming and then started really- dating during filming. So like, to me, I'm like, this is real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> like, but they definitely yeah. had a playfulness between them. That seemed yeah, real. yeah, I agree. Um, what did you guys technical issues? <laughs> what did you guys think of the framing device with the telling the story and how it started out? Kind but, of like Princess Bride. It kind of reminded yeah. me of a little bit. <laughs> um, I I did like it. Um, just. Like, yeah, like you said, like Princess Bride. I did, though, feel like, because I was was actually talking to my wife about it, like, it just feels broken up. Not in a bad way, though, but it's, like, fair. And then uh, them in the street. And it's just, like, there's no, like, kind of transition. It's just, like, hard cuts, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. But for the fact that he's reading, like, a story or a diary that she kept, 
it makes sense. So it's kind yeah. of. That's true. I kind of like, like I said, I would have preferred maybe if they just told the story from the 1940s and it, how they ended up. Yeah. I don't know like what happened, like, like her of that age that, cause we don't know, like they said, how much time do we have left? Again, that's, that's, that's Nicholas Sparks' issue, the whole timeline and stuff. <laughs> like we don't know time periods and that's like, and like kind of like, we kind of want to know what's like, what year is it? How long it's been? I think they're old, old. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think so 80s, too. But, but I like this, common, like, like I not notice like, Hey, this is what was going on. I mean, if they just told the story, maybe from the 1940s on, mm-hmm. maybe like it would have made the transitions a little bit better. Cause I think that it was very wonky, like back and forth a little mm-hmm. bit to me. Um, Cause like, I said, I want to know like, how, like what the like more I kind of want to know more about the family because they're only they briefly had them in there and then they left. Such a good it. scene though, to where yeah, they're like, "Come home, dad." And he, she, he's the just twist. Like, yeah, he's like, "Let's that's that's my girl." Like, she's yeah. my home. So I, mean, I think I it kind of falls apart in the yeah. middle of the movie once they get that reveal and you know, yeah. like, oh, that's Allie, and they're still trying to do this, like, who's she going to end up with? And you're like, well, that's obviously Noah. (laughs) So, like, I think that part just kind of falls apart towards the end. I mean, I kind of had a feeling it was Noah to begin with. That's what I was going to ask you, Charlie. Did you you know going in that the old couple was them? No, I never, like, I never wrote up what happened. I never saw the trailers. I just had a gut feeling. Once I figured out the old lady was named Allie, I was like, the guy reads her, and, like, I had a feeling it was, it was Noah the whole time. Mm-hmm. But when you started watching, you weren't like, oh, that's our two characters. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't start off thinking that, oh, that's Allie and Noah. That's Well, I mean, I kinda, like, once the, the nurse in the beginning mentioned Allie's name, I kind of had a feeling it was Noah. Um, yeah. I, so, I mean, like I said, I, so then it's like them telling the story, and it's like, okay, if I already know, it just yeah. I didn't, like I said, I didn't read up any of it beforehand. So it was just the inclination, like, her name is Allie. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's Noah. That was his little twist that he likes to throw in to his, <laughs> his movies. Oh, you're talking about the uh, plot twist? Yes. We're talking about the framing device of them telling the story and then finding out halfway through that it's actually them. Or I think I think it was trying to set up, like, you find out that it's Allie and we're still not sure if the guy... Because he says his name is Duke. Duke. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, is this Lon or is this Noah? But I think it's pretty obvious that. <laughs> yeah. Noah. What if it was neither of them? Right. <laughs> Just <laughs> some <laughs> random guy. Just some random guy. Yeah. Then, um, well, like I said, I, if they started the movie like instead of like reading the story. This had them. They start out in the 1940s and have it build up, uh, and then go and then and then go right into that, and then you can figure out like. I don't know. I think it would have been a little bit more believable if they started in the 1940s. And and so what are you, where you started the book at, have it, the movie just start there and then build up to be honest, but. Mm. But yeah, he does do those plot twists a lot, to be honest with you, where, (laughs) and there was like, it was that was one movie where I think I was someone that was already dead and he didn't know that he was dead and everything too. That was another plot twist that he did, that he had. And then, you know, Nicholas Sparks tries to be like the M. Night Shyamalan of romance movies, but it just doesn't deliver. 
but with this one, I'm like, okay, I know that's got to be Allie, but I was like, I was with y'all though, the two. I was like, okay, is that Noah or is that somebody else? And then I was like, okay, that once I realized I picked up on the mannerisms and stuff like that, and also what the kids look like, hmm. I'm like, okay, that's Noah. So. The plot twist didn't really do much for me as far as that goes, but I do feel like there should have been like a little slow build up towards the uh, her uh, meeting him for like the first time. But then again, this is going from based off a of memory yeah. of the notebook itself. So some things might be spotty, some things might be kind of rushed. That's another thing, though, too, that was like the little nitpicky thing. All of a sudden, that guy winds up becoming healed overnight, and now he's going out with her, and now he's engaged. But I do like the fact that there's like that one part where he sees Allie, and he's on the bus, and he winds up um, telling the bus driver to stop the bus. And I was like, okay, so he's still the daredevil that he once was. <laughs> so Love Dusty. Right, <laughs> according to uh, Ryan Gosling, but he winds up all of a sudden. He went, he shows her the house. I liked how he fixed up the house. I like the that transformation house. of the house. I want that house. I love that <laughs> house. That's the dream. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now that I have to say, they did take their time on the rebuilding of the house and showing everything that he the put into it. So they did take their time with that. I like the father uh, putting up the money, flipping the oh, bill for, for the house. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, overall, I mean, and there's like little small little nitpicks and stuff like that, but it was okay. It was not, it's not something I'm going to, it's not going to be my go-to movie or anything like that. You know, isn't, but isn't this though, like if you like, like, let's say you just Google like best romance movies, isn't this usually number one, the notebook? It's pretty high. Because usually, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just always thought this was, like, the standard. But. I, like, I thought it was, like, oh, yeah. I personally, before watching this movie is. and seeing the reviews for it, like, this scene, the overall rating-wise, like, I thought this movie was positive, like, high 80s, 90s. No, this movie got mixed reviews. Really? Like, yeah. I was, no, like, I read that. I'm, like, wow. I was, like, I was shocked because personally this from everybody's talking about this movie and then um a lot of them were mixed like some of them are i've been they like pretty much the main standout was rachel mcadams's character one reviewer didn't like gosling as he thought he was it didn't really seem to fit for him they didn't like the whole ending mainly because the dark morbid of the elder what happens it's like for a romance movie you don't really want to like get people like like scared because like they like they get the the like the her freaking out with the dementia and then having her an injector or something. That scene the, is like, really tough to watch. Um, yeah, like that one. Was, I like, lost it a couple of times, especially that scene. <laughs> I was like, I this is I can't watch this right now. <laughs> like this was that was, and then then he immediately has a heart attack, and then he's had a couple already. I'm like, we don't need that. And then him him visiting the doctor, I'm like that nothing to really do with the story here. It's just like, it's just, oh, okay, he's going to the doctor. I think it's to show you, like, how old they are. You probably, <laughs> because they're not giving a timeline. Yeah. I think it's it also, like... It was also to show that, like, they believe that if he read to her that it wouldn't work. But he's, like, yeah. so gung-ho that it's gonna work, and even in the book it says, like, she writes a letter to him saying, like, hey, Noah, read this to me and I'll come back to you. I'll come back. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it does wind up working for like a short period where she, she does, does wind up. And yeah. I also feel like, is she in a nursing home or is she in a mental institution though? Because only nursing homes, nursing homes that I know of don't give um, <laughs> anesthetics if someone's actually acting out like that to settle down. But I don't know why he would be there if it was wasn't just a um, right, right. Nursing. It's just something that was kind of confusing to me because it's like, oh, she's acting acting up. I need to go on ahead and give her a shot. It looks like it's like they put her in a straitjack and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Restraints. Um, yeah, they were know? really like firm with her. I don't know, like that now in like 2021. I'm like, is this um the proper stuff to be like? filmed in this movie like are they doing this right is this going to give people the wrong idea like you know what i mean like it was just right. very like this does not seem safe like they just were like holding on to her and like shoving her in the chair and i was like what is happening yeah she's freaking and like, out and it goes to the whole my the whole idea that i mentioned that nicholas sparks doesn't like female characters or like this like he always either kills them off or gives them some sort of disease. she's like sitting in a wheelchair like with everyone else and i'm like this is I'm like, what, what is going on? It's like, what, what is going on? But it's like, yeah. And like I said, I think he's like, he's trying. And then, like I said, I mean, his his plot twists aren't like them, like Shamalas. Like, I mean, like I said, I don't know. Like, this is this this is me personally. I was able to, I, I picked up on it pretty easily. Yeah. But then again, that's that was me. Um, but it's just like I don't know. There's just a lot of like. Yeah, like a lot of them. Like I said, this definitely wasn't me, and I'm I'm not a huge. Um. <laughs> oh, um, oh my god! <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> wow! Ooh. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, can I just ask? Am I the only one that cried <laughs> in this movie? I'm gonna say yes. Um, so actually, <laughs> surprisingly, I did not cry. I usually um, cry at, like a lot of movies. But I don't know. This one did not get to me. All right. The last I scene was like probably the saddest, but yeah. Uh -huh. I, I know did. Charlie didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's clapping like, woo! <laughs> no, I didn't feel for the characters, and I just, yeah. it just didn't really hit me on an emotional level. And again, I don't really cry during most movies. And again, of course, a corner Sean, I don't have a soul. So there we go. <laughs> Dude, I cried. Have you ever seen that movie, The Big Green? Or have you heard yeah. of it? So I yeah, cried I at the end of that movie. Like, so that's how easily I cry. That's a so it's like kids playing soccer. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I cry in everything, so I can't judge. Well, like, literally. I mean, I cry like, like something's really funny. Like, like there's <laughs> the movies that I cry because I'm laughing so hard. It's like, the 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 bag head sequence in Django, I was crying laughing the first time I saw it. Because it was so funny because it's it's Tarantino, it's Tarantino, it's Tarantino, and then um the Happy Time Murders. I remember laughing during that one. That's the Melissa McCarthy puppy. I think movie. I cried because I was uncomfortable in that one. Um, I like I said I was laughing. I was like, what's happening? I laughed so hard during that one, but that movie's wild. That other that one, but other than that. I typically don't, but I cried in Finding Dory, and also did. Uh, for some reason, my phone's on. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, I also cried on. 
whenever it comes down to like father and son relationships, like Barry Allen in the Flash, that gets to me on an emotional level with the father being in prison and Barry's trying to prove his innocence and stuff like that. When it comes to father and son relationships and stuff like that, I'm on an emotional level on that part. Also, too, I want to say I also cried on Toy Story three as oh, well, <laughs> and. Those were like the three movies that I can remember, three things that I can remember crying wow. on. This one, it hit me at an emotional point where it was there, but I didn't do, I didn't cry. <laughs> it was like, because like I said, the Alzheimer's part and everything for me hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Them dying together hit home with me. Mm-hmm. A lot of aspects reminds me of my dad, my mom and dad mm-hmm. and everything too, because that's the relationship that they have kind of minus the girl that used to bang and the girl that he used to, came over and everything, but <laughs> but um, I got close in two movies when I like it was uh, the end of February seven when they did the tribute to Paul Walker at the end. That one was <laughs> that one kind of hit close because I I knew because I liked him and I was it really like how are they gonna do it and I in um the Bradley Cooper star is born that was an oh intense. my god I lost my oh, yeah that was- <laughs> oh gosh. Like I um, knew, I knew it was gonna happen because I didn't. I didn't see the other, the mm-hmm. old remakes of A Star Is Born. I was more intrigued in this one because like we've seen the trailers and like I typically don't go to the theaters to see that one. Um, I I wanted to because <laughs> like this, so just reading up on it about how much time and effort Bradley Cooper put into this movie. Like he spent months. Doing voice lessons, he got voice lessons. So him singing was him singing, and it paid off. Right, <laughs> and it was worth yeah. it. And then the Oscars screwed them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I tell you what happened to me when I watched this movie last night? <laughs> Eight so, minutes. In, you saw your tweet. I I have seen this movie. I've said before. I've seen it before. I didn't really cry. I don't think. Um, last night I lost my mind. I don't know what happened. I'm like watching it on my phone. I'm trying to. I'm in our bathroom. And I'm, like, about to go into bed and, like, finish watching it. My husband's passed out. And I had to stay in the bathroom and watch it because I was sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> and I didn't know what happened. Like, out of nowhere, when when that whole scene happens and Duke Noah's on the bed, like, crying, I lost it. And then when he goes in, they're talking to each other. And they, like, die together. I'm literally just, like, <laughs> like, I couldn't <laughs> breathe. And I was, like, what is happening to me? I go and, like, lay down. And I'm, like... Looking at my husband, I just start sobbing, and I'm just like, I love him so much, and I'm so happy that I have this relationship. And my husband like asked me today, he's like, "Were you crying when you came to bed last night?" And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't want to wake you up." And he was like, "You did." And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I watched the Notebook, and I was just a mess. Like, I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was." It was an experience. <laughs> when I saw your tweet, I'm, I felt like Ron Burgundy. I'm like, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was okay. I'm like, I'm strong. Like, this is a really toxic relationship, but like, it's okay. And then just the end, like them just being still loving each other and that he like was there just for her and that he like read to her. And like, I'm choking up right now. Like, it was just, it was so beautiful. Like, that's like, it just, it, it shows that kind of love that, like, people look for and, like, mm-hmm. search for that, like, he gave up everything to be there for her and still cared about her and was, like, right. going to bring her back even though people told her told him it wasn't going to work. And I was like, 
it's just beautiful. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it got me. It got me. I like the realtor sequence where everybody's trying to buy the house and then That's the $50,000 one comes out with the shotgun. It's like, what is he about to pull his inner drive? Are, are we going to have an inner drive sequence where the lady's just standing there and then shotgun to the face? Like, like he's about to do that to the realtors, like, easily. I think his character confuses me the most, where he just... I don't, I don't know. I don't really believe him, Ryan Gosling's portrayal and um, James, Ga James Gardner's portrayal. Like, I don't feel like they're the same person. You know what I mean? Like, it just right. feels different to me. And Noah, watching it now, older, like before, I'm like, I love Noah. He's a great person to want to marry someday. Now I'm just like, he didn't never got over this summertime romance like for years and i mean i guess that happens but like to me that's what was unrealistic where like he did everything just for her and never moved on and was still holding on to it and was just so like knew she was getting married and knew she was happy and still was mm -hmm. like it's not over for me and just kind of jeopardized and especially the 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 last fight where he's like what do you want what do you want <laughs> You gotta decide what you want. I used to think that was so like great, and now I'm like, no, this is terrible. Like, why is he screaming at her? This is not. And he's like, that's what we do. We fight and we yell, and you're a pain in the ass, and I'm a son of a bitch. And I was like, no, this is not okay. Like, oh, the last stop. night when that scene was going on, I was watching it. My wife was right next to me, and she looked. She was like, we like you're an asshole or whatever. And you tell me I'm an asshole or whatever. My wife goes, hmm. She looks over at me. I'm like, yeah, it's not like us, isn't it? Um, I mean, yeah, we, we fight. Like, married couples fight, but, like, not like that. They're, like, Charlie said, she's, like, slapping him yeah, and pushing him into cars like and the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> he's, like, beating the crap out of him. I'm like, wow. Like, like, get like, out of here. Just slapping him. Like, <laughs> like, and then, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and it, it's fun. <laughs> I thought the like and like I said, even him going to war didn't help either. I mean, he went to war and he lost his friend, and it's just like, and then like how that was shot. Was like, Whoa, okay, that was for two thousand four. That was pretty cool how they shot the whole war sequence, even though it was like like one two minutes. Right. Yeah. Two minutes of war, but you know, I felt like it grabbed the emotional attention during that time for them for whenever his friend did die, but. I didn't really feel that connectivity with the friend like I thought I would. I was I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. I just didn't know when it was gonna happen. He went to go to his rush. Right. And another thing though too is I thought to myself with the whole entire thing with uh, him yelling at Allie and everything, I was like, both of y'all don't really know what you want. No. <laughs> That's no. what I was thinking. I was like, you know, it was all these things that combined together, the memories of her having with him all com being combobulated into one big huge thing where you know you can act on impulse in which they did and because you actually still have maybe some type of feeling for that that person because that's your first love but at mm. the same time you also have to set boundaries for yourself that you're not going to put yourself out there because you're already with somebody yeah and everything but also feel like this too. She got a copy, a carbon copy of Ryan Gosling Noah from that guy. So it was like, okay, well, I can't be with Noah, so I'm just gonna get this army guy who happens to act like Noah mm -hmm. to be my husband. Is basically what I saw. Got out of that because if you actually think of it, it goes, 
it, everything that he said was something that Noah said. And whenever he woke up from, uh, whenever it was, you know, when she was taking care of him and everything. And there was a line, I forgot what line it was, but it was like the same type of line that Noah used. Mm-hmm. And it made her remember who Noah was and saw something in him that reminded her of Noah that I felt like, okay, she's basically trying to look for Noah and someone else. Oh, I never, I never picked yeah. up on that or thought of it like that. And I thought like the obsession bit a bit, like to where he was that dedicated yeah. to liking Allie. Yeah. But. And then how she found out about Noah's for the newspaper while she's wearing her like, wedding dress. And I was like, <laughs> you faint. And then nobody, 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 like, nobody, like, who's doing a trust fall? Nobody helped her. <laughs> she's just in the bathtub with the veil and like uh, switching it on and off with her foot. I used to try to do that all the time. I couldn't figure it out. But I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to be like, Allie, turn this on and off with my foot. <laughs> To go into what I said about the guy, his friend joining Entourage, his friend has played Ke- Kevin Connolly. He was on that show Entourage with... Oh, Turtle. Uh, Turtle. Yeah, he was Turtle. Yep. But no, I, no, he wasn't Turtle. He was the... Uh, Famous. Yeah, he was the, he was the... He was like the assistant, like the guy that worked, like that always kept talking to Ari a lot. I think he was his agent, maybe, or somebody. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the show, but yeah. He played like one of the not turtle, but the other guy, and definitely he's kind of just the same size as turtle. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like the aspects of this film. I probably won't go back and rewatch it again, but you know, it was all right for a one-time view for me. But you know, I'm just glad that I got a chance to watch it because I remember people asking me, "Have you seen the Notebook?" No, and it was like girls that I was dating and everything, and they're like, "Have you seen the Notebook?" No, you need to see the notebook. I'm like, let's put on Die Hard. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I've heard most guys say like, yeah, I've only watched it because my girlfriend made me watch the movie. Like, I had a camp counselor that said the same thing. Like, my girlfriend loves the the Notebook and told me we had to watch it, and I was forced to watch it. <laughs> but I don't know any guys that like, yeah, I'm just gonna put it on. <laughs> No, I did it for the review. <laughs> we're doing the review for this. That's why I did it because I did like like I mean, and I was surprised during my film classes in college. I was surprised that we didn't watch this one for, but I, I don't think we focused on romance. But like, I mean, unfortunately, I had to watch there. Brokeback Mountain and one of my for us because they called it a western. Oh my god, that was that was a that western. Was, yeah, That's a good they called it a western. Like, I mean, I've they, never seen it. So like, I don't it's, know. it's the only t- western thing about it is they're cowboys. They wear cowboy hats, cowboy boots. That's about it. Yeah, I don't think that counts as a western. No, it doesn't. Uh, but it was. Right. We watched it from my phone class. That was too, that was the one movie I was like, I'm not watching this movie. I don't want to have any attention Ever to watch again. it. And then finding how I had to watch it, I'm like, you gotta be kidding. You gotta oh, be kidding. How how badass was the uh the fireworks scene in that movie? Where yeah, I don't remember, I don't just remember. punches out that dude. He just knocks out the dude. Him. Like, yeah, like I don't know. I just I've never didn't, seen this I, movie. Neither. Uh, oh you're not, yes, you're not missing. I, you. I am quitting you. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> like, save yourself like two hours of time. Don't watch it. That's pretty good. Um, I do want to say there was one thing that I did not like watching this back. I did not like the scene when the mom took Allie 
to go mm. see the person that she, her, Noah. I just was like, oh, this is yeah. so manipulative. <laughs> and, and what are you trying to prove that, like, you're so lucky that you didn't marry this poor man who's mm. not handsome anymore? <laughs> and he's like, poor? You know, like, I thought, yeah, I thought she was, it was weird. She's tr- she was manipulating, like, yeah, I agree. I thought she was manipulating her in a sense. Like, what, what are you trying to do? Like, are those really real tears? Are they fake? Like, she's trying yeah, to, like, really like, like, and then, like, really Could weird. broken like, up about it. Yeah, and it's like, and you're like, she was trying to redeem her character. But I'm like, no, your character was pretty flawed and annoying. Uh, like, you, you were just like, the, the parents were, like, the worst part of this movie. And like, oh, your daughter's missing. You got to call the cops. It was like, don't make the same mistake I did falling for this man who's poor and not handsome anymore, and now I'm married to your father. It was like, what do you? What's the point you're trying to make right, <laughs> right I now? Still handsome. <laughs> he was thing, pretty good looking. Still, I don't know what she was saying. <laughs> I'm like, Another thing too okay. that I wanted to bring up was this. Uh, I felt like Allie was going on the same road that her mom went on with getting someone that's rich. And, and married into money and that's something mm-hmm. that she was slowly transitioning herself into was yeah I, was her mom and yeah. you know i think that if you know no one intervene she would have actually been on that same path that her mom was on and who knows that she might actually be the same way as her mom like wow. hey look let me bring my daughter over to where know it works at and tell yeah. him <laughs> tell her what who not to date but at the same time i'm thinking you know before you get married before you actually say i do you still have a chance to be with the person you want to be with mm-hmm. i guess i'm happy with my husband but do not make the same mistake that i made and regret it before yeah. it's too late so that's what i got out of that she could have already been married. We don't know the whole time frame. She had the wedding. She had the ring on. We're like, we don't know if the wedding actually happened. We don't. We don't know. Like, I don't think it did because she okay. said she wanted oh. to go away before the wedding start. Before, yeah. but then yeah, then she just showed Noah her ring. So I was like, is that just an engagement ring? Is that both of them? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Just um, she was like, but, eh. yeah. well, this from <laughs> is this funny scene? This is funny scene. James Marston in 2004 to he's now. I, I keep, he looks the same. I mean, it's like, 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 but then again, are you sure it's really him or could he really be in Westworld? Mm. <laughs> it's an illusion. Um, yeah, my other, my other scene, real quick. I'm sorry, the other scene mm-hmm. I always think about, um, we kind of talked about it was when they first go to the house and he's showing her the house and then they start to kind of make love with each other um when i was younger i did not understand what was happening in this scene when like you see him take off his shirt and then her take off her bra and then like back and (laughs) forth um i remember thinking like that's how it's gonna happen like when i make love the first time we're just gonna awkwardly stare at each other while we're taking like taking turns and um no that's that's not it's just really weird to watch like his reaction, her reaction, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And then it gets interrupted with the police and all that fun stuff. So I just thought that was, like, I thought that was, ever. Yeah. I thought that was creepy that it was like in that old house. I'm like, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> it was, you know, at that age, you just, you just gotta do it where you can. That's, that's true. Right. Spot. 
<laughs> I like yeah. when she, oh. I forgot she says to him, like, I've been waiting this long for this. Like, this is what I've been missing when they finally did have sex. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude <laughs> to yeah, your fiance. Terrible. Yeah. She's like, I can't believe I've been missing this for so long. I'm like, oh my God. And then I liked how, you know, uh, Ryan Gosling, Noah says, you're about to kill me, woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All this completely went over my head. I was like, right. what are they talking about? <laughs> I don't get it. How is she going to kill him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's happening? She got a gun? A knife? I don't know. <laughs> she could use her bare hands. That's what She's like, you've like, been going all night long. I'm like, what's, right. what's happening? Like, she had no problem beating the crap out of him. Yeah, like, anytime they drive She's just walking around the house naked and the mom shows up. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, so I was like, actually painting the canvas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mom's like just looks at her like, oh that was awkward <laughs> that's just as awkward as the widow to be honest with you too it'd be funny if she was painting the canvas and the widow shows up <laughs> what you doing terrible <laughs> yeah but yeah um but overall and everything i think this movie is okay i mean i know <laughs> that this is with the mixed reviews i feel like this is the cult classic of romantic movies with the mixed reviews and this is on everybody else if you're a woman this is going to be on your uh chick flick list for sure and everything um i know that the you know me charlie and sean are not probably going to pick this movie up again <laughs> and dust it off and, or anything like that but what's a month gosling movies yeah <laughs> right some better Eight topless night. Ryan Gosling movies. <laughs> you know, once, once was enough. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys could recommend another romantic movie in similar, like similar to this, not necessarily a romantic comedy, but another romance movie, what would you recommend? I don't watch a lot of romance. Like straight up romance, or we're talking about like a rom com. We'll go with rom com a little bit, but more maybe on the serious side. Mm. Oh gosh. Damn. Um. um <laughs> I really like I think this counts as romance comedy on um, the Crazy Rich Asians. I think that movie okay. is I've pretty romantic. It's I cried multiple times in that movie. Yeah, it. It's good. It's a it's, it's a good. feel good movie. There's sequels um, in the works for it because there's a, so it's a series of books. Yeah. I've seen I, I've seen the ending, I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it's, it's good. Crazy. Like crazy, how rich they are! Crazy rich. <laughs> I think another uh, older, like romantic comedy for me is a uh, Thirteen Going on Thirty. Is my it's not the same vein, but it's one of my favorite right. uh, movies. Two picks for me. Number one would be The Wedding Singer uh, with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. I like that one, and then of course. I gotta go with uh, Crazy Stupid Love, which is another Ryan Gosling movie. That's what I'd because, recommend. Because it's nonstop laughter. It's a perfect... If I was gonna recommend this movie, because I used to work at a video store, if I had to choose between The Notebook or another Ryan Gosling movie, it would actually be uh, Crazy Stupid Love, because there's stuff in there for men, there's stuff in there for women to enjoy, there's a plot twist that happens within the movie in itself that keeps you entertained. It, this is nonstop laughter, just about. And also, too, you make, and Kevin Bacon's in this movie, he plays a douchebag that you just want to punch <laughs> his lights out on. But, it's so good. Overall, it's more enjoyable. 
And it's a feel-good movie, too, and you're still going to cry and all that. All right, um, <laughs> some of my recommendations, my number one, of course, would be Knocked Up. That movie is just hilarious. Like, like well, that was the very first Judd Apatow movie I watched. Was that because I was about to watch? I was going to watch Super Bad the next day. Um, mm. But this, the opening sequence had me laughing. Like, like the kid, like Judd Apatow's kids. If anybody didn't know that the two daughters that Leslie Mann's daughters in that and Paul Rudd's daughters in uh, Knocked Up, they're Judd Apatow's kids. If anybody didn't really know oh, that. Hmm. So anyway, like the sequence where the the oldest one is like like no the youngest one's like I googled murder. You googled murder. And like what did tell? And it tell me they show me a bunch of pictures. <laughs> and then meet, and you meet uh, the Seth Rogen's crew and they're just hysterical. And then the the whole the, the whole joke with the beard. Like the ripping on the guys for his beer just to get him just you know give up so they can give like give the rent, and uh, and them quoting like if we all get laid tonight it's because of Eric Bana in Munich. Like I said, <laughs> I mean, one of my reviews that um, I wrote for our like the Shandar our the for, or this is toast our podcast was Munich. That was our old podcast was this is toast and I wrote a review of Munich and I wrote in it. The reason, one of the reasons I wanted to see this movie is because the guys that knocked up were talking about this movie <laughs> and how badass Eric Bannett was. So I got it knocked up. Um, um, I, I not comedy romance. Like I gotta recommend a Star Is Born, the Bradley Cooper version. Best favorite romantic. Because I, I, ha- I haven't seen it, but I've seen the other version of it, the encore edition, which is the Blu-ray I got, which has more scenes in it. And it's a movie. I think there's a lot of different stuff moved around, like the end song, not the one she uh, Lady Gaga performs, but the one that's played during the credits. That song is you see more of the wedding, like the more see of the wedding between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. You see more of that scene, and she sings that song during the wedding. Um, so there's a lot more of that. I mean, that one was just like I don't watch those movies. I did like because I started to get into Oscar stuff. I saw that in the theaters, and again, I, that was robbed. That was hundred percent. They were robbed. <laughs> like <laughs> they were both robbed. They were so good. Why? But that one was robbed. I believe their chemistry. They were in love. <laughs> I will go to my grave saying that they were in love with each yeah. other. <laughs> but and then like, the only one best song in this scene because uh, one of the DC oh. review, uh, movie critics, uh, Kevin McCarthy, the DC reviewer, he was saying he was going over what they rate for best picture. They they do a list and they cross and cross off the paper. So what technically wins as best picture isn't the best picture; it's the third best. Mm-hmm. Hence, Green Book was the third best on their list, and that's how that won the best picture. Which there was a lot of like that shouldn't have won, and like and Kevin McCarthy was like, "A Star Is Born should have won for that." Anyway, that um, was the same year. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. And a joking one that this is not really romance is uh, John, John Wick. John Wick's love between him and his gun. For his, uh, same <laughs> him and the dog. Oh, yeah, the dog. <laughs> Definitely the dog. And, like, I can't uh, watch that movie because I have mine. The sequels, the sequels, like him with the other dog. I, I, I got to just do a joking one. One John Wick. John Wick's love between him and a gun. <laughs> Um, I didn't do, I did do a good one, but those the first two, Knocked Up and A Star Is Born, I definitely would recommend. Um, especially Knocked Up if you're a Judd Apatow fan. He's not so great as of right now. Like he hasn't made like I mean, ever after he did Knocked Up, I don't think it, it, the other ones have been great. Like Funny People, 
I didn't laugh. It was not really funny. I mean, I didn't really. Like that one. Um, it was just more dark humor. Yeah. I mean, I like the first two. Like, like the 40 year old, 40 year old version was pretty funny. Like, the banner between Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen was hysterical. This, the two, I mean, he didn't direct it, but he produced Super Bad, and Super Bad's pretty funny. <laughs> seen a uh, seen a very a very young Michael Stara and Dave Franco was briefly in it too. Oh, yeah. Franco's brother. <laughs> um, um, I'd recommend About Time. Um, that's one of my favorite. That's actually like one of my favorite movies um, with Rachel McAdams. Uh, I forget the lead actor's name, but he can travel. Is it Brendan Gleeson or it's his son? Like- Dot, dot, I can't say his name. Yeah. The one that's in every, he's in everything. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff now. Star he's Wars. One, he's one of the villains in the, yeah, the new yeah. Star Wars. Wasn't he, um, one of, wasn't he one of the, yeah, wasn't he one of the Weasley brothers? Yes, he was Bill okay. Weasley. The older Weasleys. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that really good. He can so uh, travel so back in time. Um, I'm in the and Gleason, I think. It's Actually, Charlie, if you've never checked this out, I think you would probably like it. I think it hits your humor style pretty good. Okay. It's yeah, yeah. it's good. Okay. It's unique. I haven't seen it. It's 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 I good. Seen it. I've seen parts of yeah. it. I haven't seen all of it, but yeah, it's yeah, it's like one of my favorite romantic comedies and probably one of my favorite movies. Um, and then also, if you don't mind watching anime, um, your name is really good. Um, Sarah, like how you were talking earlier about. Uh, crying in the bathroom watching the notebook like so we're watching this movie and my, my wife doesn't really like like animated type movies so i'm watching in japanese she falls asleep i had a little too much to drink it was near the end of the movie and there's this one scene that's just like it got me and i'm just like crying like sobbing and she wakes up from that and looks at me and the look on her face was like why did I even marry you? Like, oh, no. you? Yeah, I was just like, it's so beautiful. Like, we love each other. Like, that was me last night. That was me. But essentially, these, these, this guy and this girl, they keep switching bodies every time they go to sleep. And they're trying to figure out where they are. They slowly figure out what's going on. And then they slowly get to know each other. And they slowly kind of fall in love. And they're trying to meet. But it's it's really good. I know it was. Man, I'm like already a, tearing up. It was a big <laughs> buzz a few years back, and I I, th- I know there was rumors that I think J.J. Abrams was going to try to do a live action one. Mm. Uh, yeah, so if he does, Ryan Gosling is the star. Ryan Gosling. Two other ones. Yes. Two other ones that I was looking for my collection. Um, Dirty Grandpa is hysterical. It's got that romance element. Is that right? <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> It's, yeah, yeah, Zach Efron and Robert De Niro. Essentially, is Robert it the De- love between a man and his granddad? Is that no. the whole Aubrey Plaza? Is she in that? Yes. <laughs> this movie, well, when I watched this for the first time, I was laughing. It was hysterical. It was seeing De Niro in a different role, like you don't see him in a comedy. This one was raunchy, but it's it was funny because I think it's mainly Zach Efron's character was, was supposed to get married to Julianne Hough's character. So in order to do that, like. Like her, um, Zach Efron's grandmother just passed, so it's this Robert De Niro. So they're trying to like going on a trip, and De Niro's like, "No, nope, we're really going on a spring break or whatever." And it's, um, and then he find, and then he finds he finds something else he like played by I think it was a uh, Zoe Deutsch. Um, so he oh, he ends yeah. up making her, and then and then of course and then it's Robert De Niro trying to get on a hit on uh Aubrey Plaza, and that was the first movie I saw Aubrey Plaza in. She was hysterical. Scott Pilgrim. 
She's in Scott yes. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, is I, that, does I, that count I, as romantic comedy? Because that's my. That's yeah. that my favorite. Look, she likes Scott Pilgrim too. Yes. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. I don't, Who I didn't doesn't like Scott up. Pilgrim? Yeah, I didn't pick up on. Uh, I didn't pick up on Aubrey Plaza. In that's it. one of the I, best movies ever made. Well, that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's my um, favorite movie. And then um, this I one is. It. And this one, one. If like, if any of you are, are huge movies of. Bad, so bad movies they're good this one's not was listed as a romantic dramedy but it's clearly not tommy Wiseau's the room no um, on that? it's <laughs> you could say, could say. <laughs> i've never seen it so I, I Lisa! Um, like i have the book and it's, it's make love you, Lisa. the room oh, is, oh yeah those love scenes are clearly yeah. romantic yeah. <laughs> um, the Room is one of the worst movies of all time. So it's bad. it's one of those so bad movies. It's good. Like if you it's know not, it's going it's in, it's enjoyable. It's one of my like I said. I got into it, but The Room is hysterical. Like I said, John and I were trying to like we're we're, we're trying to do a review for it. I mean, we're like we need to because this movie is one of the greatest bad movies of all time. Oh hi it's, Mark. Oh hi Mark. Oh hi Dougie. Is it like Dolomite? What? Like Dolomite? Like similar to that? Um, it's not like really I, know, I know Eddie Murphy. They did a My Name Is Dolomite, I think, mm -hmm. on Netflix. But it was kind of like not making fun of it, but like how they filmed it, and it did kind of remind me of some stuff I've seen. Did before. you ever um, see the movie The Disaster Artist, which yep. is the one with James Franco playing yep. Tommy Wiseau? How he made the movie? Okay. Um, that movie is yeah. really good. It's just how he it. made this insane like okay. yeah he didn't plan like he really thought he was making an amazing well now he's saying it was a joke but yeah he tried to make this amazing movie and it's it's awful it's terrible it's it's, not, made, it's this movie it's is not like, good the room is like the is now a cult classic it's like they have midnight they used to like, it's like rocky horror yeah. uh, like they, they, they go they and they cult. throw spoons yeah. and um like i've gone to one of them at one of my local theaters so had fun. the show in the room and it was just four of us and we were, cha we were chaining the whole movie like we didn't care what the plot was like some people are like if you see yep. like if you see san francisco we were like water. <laughs> we were like, um, I did not hit her. I did not. It's bullshit. Like, I can do like the the quote is like it's like I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, like I quote that movie all the time. Yeah, the disaster artist was based off a book called The Disaster Artist that the Greg Sassara wrote for, and then that's when they made it the movie and. The disaster artist won a Golden Globe, and it was James Franco's performance won in the Golden Globe, and he would have gotten an Oscar if something didn't happen afterwards. And they actually had the real Tommy Wiseau show up. Him and which Grace was the like, best moment. All right, <laughs> he, was, he, was he, he like stole that. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but now, anyway, I, got, um, I don't think that's a romantic movie. <laughs> when I bought the movie, I got his headshot, and he signed it. There's oh my god! That. Yeah, I love. Signed the headshot, and that's his autograph right here. And it's like when oh I when, gosh. when I bought the movie, and it's like yeah. wow, you got to frame that, that and put that up, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I got two versions of his headshot. One was he signed. Okay, you guys have to review the room now. That's your next. Right. Yes, we need to. It's we are. 
I, and I got and Scott Pilgrim, since you don't let, unless you already did that. Um, <laughs> no, we haven't reviewed Scott. We talked about in our worst, just, um, our least favorite. Best. best Your best, not mine. Like, <laughs> you didn't tell me, like, when's the, the correct list? Over, I'm going to have to come over to your house. And gonna, and I'm gonna we'll just have to go back and watch that. <laughs> like, he's going to have me sit there and watch with a Sean. And Sean and I are going to watch Scott Pilgrim together. He's going to point out why all the great moments is this. <laughs> I'll video. explain to him while it's playing. Why I, so I do the same thing. I'll be like, this is important. Watch this. Yeah. Look at this. Sure. It's so cool. But, uh, cause, and I bought a book. I think this movie, this book was called the, uh, the bad movie Bible. So essentially they rate all, all these, not just the room, but it's like, like all these bad movies that have been out there. And the room was one of them. And that, and they, the higher the rating, the more cringeworthy it is. But also that means it's more funny. Like, like another one that like the room was samurai cop. That movie is hysterical. That one we'll have to do a review for that too. But that was mm. the first bad movie I my dad got me hooked onto because he was saying it was just trying to be a lethal weapon like movie. Um, didn't end up working like that, but it was in a, a great way. And they did a uh, and it was never released in theaters. And I saw and then they re the first time they released it in theaters, I think it was in twenty eighth of like early twenty eighteen. It was a riff tracks of Samurai Cop, and I went I went to go to the theaters to see it, and it's just. The dialogue is so cringeworthy. It is like my dad and I just cried laughing because it's just so bad. <laughs> but yeah. now if you uh, buy the room, now you get Tommy Lazao underwear and you also get a mask for, uh, uh, yeah. So you don't even get true? a headshot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but you get underwear and a is mask. It, is it previously yeah. worn underwear? Is what I want yeah, to this is actually, his, he runs a store. This, anything that you buy from him is oh. his store. Like, there probably is underwear he wore yeah, and just yeah. like takes it off and chucks it in the room. <laughs> no, that's even worse. He's really creepy. How really did we creepy. get here from the notebook? <laughs> <laughs> It's like I said, I don't know. We were talking about like romance movies. Right. And, uh, so I just have to bring up the room because well, I was looking at my looking at my uh, my movie section. Well, I was like, nope. um, it's so it's just so quotable. Well, if you're looking for a gift for your romantic <laughs> partner, used underwear maybe okay. Oh. Oh, my I'm asked to go with the used underwear because that's what, what he's giving you is an N95 mask. Really? So, Why do people yeah. say he's cursed? But let's just laugh. A whole different oh, review. Right. So, yep. Is there, um, is there anything so else that you guys want to cover as far as this goes? Or yeah, I think I covered it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh so, <laughs> with that being said, I'm going to go on ahead and end it and everything. Uh, where can everybody reach you at, Sarah? Um, you can find me on Twitter at SCBOC, so S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. Um, I also do a show called Go Get That Rose. We are actually moving from where we were to the Jcast Network on YouTube and I believe on all podcasting forums and stereo, same place. Um, the Bachelor is actually over <laughs> right now. Praise the Lord. Thank God. Um, <laughs> we also, like, I, if you don't know, me and Jay just watch it ironically and kind of hate everything about it. Uh, so if you're big fans, don't watch our, <laughs> don't listen to our podcast. Uh, but when the show comes back, I think in June, we will be back recapping 
every episode. Uh, but you can find me on Merkwood and Movie Blog doing their Marvel recap. And we are starting Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I always forget what it's called. Tomorrow, 6.30 on that YouTube channel. So, okay. Yeah. And guys can actually tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time for our after show for Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. Also, too, guys, I actually have some other stuff that I'm going to be planning out sometime next week. Rossi McCree will be here next uh, Wednesday to do our White Boy Named Rick movie review on stereo. then, of course, guys, if you guys want to, you guys don't have to, but if you want to, go on ahead and donate us a couple of dollars if, if you can. And how do you do that? You're just going ahead and click the link below, and that's just to keep the lights on here on here, and everything from Movie Loves Unite. And I'll, also, too, just go to www.gofundme.com forward slash Movie Loves Unite. Of course, you can find us on Facebook as well at Movie Lovers, Movie Loves Unite over there. Underneath the same brand on Instagram. You can also find me at Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter and also on Stereo. And, of course, you can get this podcast and many other episodes wherever you get your podcast at. Also, too, you guys can also go on ahead and for all your entertainment needs, wants, and pleasures, just go to www.movieloversunite.com. And that's all the places that you can reach me at. And always, until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have... All Access Documentary Series Review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, Early Access to Episodes, Monthly Newsletters, Free Digital Movies, Shoutouts on the Main Feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP Movie Lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses, directors, and comic book writers, and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, and shoutouts on the main feed as well. Go ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We hope that we'll see you there, and always until next time, guys, bye-bye.